Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Man City are off to Burnley after slaying Manchester United. Chelsea go to Old Trafford and Spurs host West Ham. Hi, guys. Hello. Hiya, it's Football Ramble. We're back. Ow! Here we go. Yeah. Pete looks like he's going to press something. Oh. I thought you are doing something with your finger. Oh, I was like, oh, I better not talk because there's something coming up. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. That's Jim Campbell. Jim's Jim. got bronchitis. Yeah. Was that Jim? And yeah. He was, yeah. He's, oh, okay. it, it, Jim, nobody, yeah. He has got time for that. That's role, what he sounds like. That's what he sounds like when he hasn't got bronchitis. <laughs> <laughs> he rang up this morning. Oh, he didn't ring up this morning. He sent us a voice message on uh, WhatsApp, didn't he? Gone yeah. ah, putting on the best ill person voice. Yeah. He's not very well. It's clear he's not very well. But there's something very. It's important conceited. to say though the bronch the bronch. <laughs> <laughs> Something very conceited about someone leaving a voice message going, Hello, lads, I'm not feeling very well. And we should importantly <laughs> say that the bronchitis is self diagnosed. Can you so. do an impression of Jim doing the message? Hello, he's ill and that. <laughs> I, said, I said it looked like, sounded like Wearside Jack. Yes. Oh. The guy who famously almost kiboshed the um, Yorkshire Ripper Yorkshire investigation. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm not very well, you'll never catch us. Yeah. Aye. Anyway. We're sad, Jack. There down uh, memory lane. Yeah, <laughs> we're sad, Jim. My God, <laughs> <laughs> he won't listen to this. I don't matter. No. Oh dear, oh dear. Right, let's talk about that Manchester derby, eh? Oh, well, Burnley, of course, stand in Manchester City's way of of the title. Presuming Liverpool win all their games, of course, you would fancy them to beat Huddersfield on the Friday night. Um, but Manchester City, they got a big win at Old Trafford. Any chat of Manchester United, perhaps? Uh, I suppose, what would you say, sort of taking it easy or whatever in, <laughs> in, in in light of some Manchester United fans saying, oh, we'd rather Man City won the, the, the title than Liverpool. That was certainly put to bed straight away. And what I liked about it before the match was Ole Gunnar Solskjaer getting involved in a bit of uh, mind games. Yeah, yeah. When not... he said about the, oh, they'll try and foul us on the break but and then, all that kind of stuff. I love that. Mind the... games aren't as good when your players aren't that good, though. Oh, no, I, yeah. I thought he had a... He had a, he had a... But, then, but then sort of Pep uh, did the exact same thing against Gary Neville. Uh, about a year ago Did or something. He? Yeah, Gary Neville made the same point, saying that they always make their fouls nice and early mm. uh, and upfield as well. Uh, somebody pointed out the parallels between the two. Maybe Nev's been, uh, Big Nev's been ringing up. Oh, oh, um, oh got a rise out of him last time. Not Big Nev. The Man City, Nev. aren't Man City top of the foul league? I think right. they might be. Mm. But anyway, you guys talk about the game and just let me know when I can talk about Roy Keane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was at his best, wasn't he? He was great. It wasn't it's he just? Absolutely great. Roy Keane. I, I just like how he just returns from being terrible at management then, guys. I got a few things to say about this, yeah. and, I, and it's like, and, and nobody goes. You're not very good at this either, buddy. But he's not talking about management; he's talking, he's about, talking about players. players yeah. Do you know something? Let's go straight to it then. The second goal, Damian took it easy, and Sané got the shot away. And obviously, mm. De Gea should have saved it. I am firmly in in Camp Keen and Soonis, which is always a safer place to be. <laughs> I'm, I find. I'm firmly in Camp Keen on everything. Yes, mm. it doesn't matter what he says. No, but but 
I think there's truth in what both they were saying. For those people who didn't have the um, the privilege of seeing the coverage, mm. particularly, um, they were arguing about whether Damian's done enough to get close to Sane to stop a goal. Mm. And Roy Keane's saying he's not done enough, and so is Graham Sinness. And Gary Neville's saying, well, look, to be fair, they've been running to the ground all game. I know it was only 65 minutes in or whatever, but they've been running to the ground all game, and Matteo Damian hasn't played an awful lot of football over yeah. the last three months, hence it happening. I just I find it interesting that, you know... You know when a t- you get two types of football fans, say, and you get a fan who will defend his team no matter what, like completely sort of one-eyed, and you'll get, a, you'll get a fan who will, because they want their team to be better, they'll criticise them all the time. Mm. And Roy Keane and Gary Neville, I suspect, are both Man United fans. Now, I'm not saying that affects their professionalism, but they're both in one in each camp. Gary Neville isn't making excuses for Man United, but he wants to be constructive. He wants to defend them. He wants to say, that you know, Man City are a really good team and all the rest of it. And Roy Keane said, no, this is unacceptable for a team of this size. They should be doing a lot better. And what it presented was two quite interesting sides of the same coin. Mm, I was, uh, yeah, I mean, going to, to the incident itself. Uh, I, think, I, I think he's got to do better. I, th- I think that I was surprised that he almost took his foot off the gas and um, and let Sana get the shot away. I don't want to... I don't want to focus too much on that because there's a much wider thing going on well, that Man City are a lot better. Well, but look, yeah. look, at, look how Luke Shaw dealt with um, the first goal. Like Luke mm. Shaw like, backing off and backing off and he got, gets a shot away and the same thing happens. It's, it's, it was... I didn't think they were as bad as everyone's saying. I thought that uh, Manchester City are very good. I didn't think obviously, Man United were that bad. But I thought Man, Man United had their chances and they look quite lively in mm. spells. Um, I don't think they deserve to be hauled over the calls. They're, 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 they're one shot on target. Yeah, but they were, they, they were in... What this, is, what this is a conversation. A what this is what this is a conversation about is what is to be expected of Man United. Well, I think it. they've done a pretty good job of lowering their expectations. Mm. I mean, they've won two games in nine. Mm-hmm. One of those games, at least, and possibly both of them. And I'm talking about the West Ham game and the Watford game, where they actually won. They were poor. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could, by all to all intents and purposes, be um, staring down the barrel of nine defeats in a row. And that for Man United is at, for whoever they're playing mm-hmm. is utterly unacceptable. But before the match, Luke, they had that shot in the arm. Phil Jones, new contract. We, look, <laughs> get it up. If you can't <laughs> get, if you can't get it up against Manchester City after hearing that news, <laughs> they what, should. They, what are you? They did exactly what they should have done, which is what they didn't do against Everton, which mm. they tried pretty hard mm-hmm. and they ran themselves quite quite a lot. And the first half they were fairly decent. But in the, and that gave them a platform. But in the second half they were nowhere. I think the frustrating thing for Manchester United fans would be. Um, Man City are better. I mean, there's, there's no point in even 100%. saying it. They are. So that, that's the situation. Well, when you see Sane coming on, you're like, oh, fuck, yeah. Crying out. So, so actually, yeah. when you look at the two goals, they were two goals that probably shouldn't have gone in. Certainly the second one with defending and then the goalkeeper. And I think that's the really frustrating thing for Manchester United, that Man City actually didn't carve them open and create I these think, brilliant goals yeah. and whatnot. And, I think and, if De Gea, De Gea could have easily saved both of those oh, he's goals, got and, then, and then both. where would we have been? I know, but... Uh, I, <sighs> they defended with numbers quite well, United. They kind of they, they did. They, they filled the box and made yeah. it difficult. And at times, you know, on another day they would have scored, and and maybe there was a few sloppy touches and whatnot in in the final third, which could have been converted into goals. Fred, as Fred, I say, on another Fred's day, Fred's positioning when they start going up the field, like Fred doesn't know what he's doing. He just looks completely lost. Yeah. I, I, I've never. I, but I don't you rarely whether... see a player just get so confused. Like, I, what, what am I supposed to be doing? I'm actually chasing the ball. I'm <laughs> but I'm but I don't know whether that's here. his fault or it's. I think at the mm. moment Manchester United. Are, are still licking their wounds from from previous regimes, mm. and they. Are, it reminds me of of a number of years ago when Arsenal 
were under Wenger was suddenly no longer really competing properly for titles in the last sort of quarter or third of the season. And people going, but it's Arsenal. They should be doing better. And somebody pointed out, you're looking at the shirts. You're not looking mm. at the players' faces. And I think with Manchester United, there's, there's an element of that. Manchester United are not in the top three sides in the country. Would you say Chelsea were better than Manchester United? Um, Maybe. Yeah, they probably are. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Arsenal? Probably not. You'd probably no. have Manchester United maybe shade it. So Manchester United, in that, that quick little chat there, we've said probably are the fifth best team in the country. So when we're saying, I understand the nine games or nine defeats or whatever it is, that, that's poor. But if you're the fifth best side in the country, probably, maybe yeah. fourth if, if we've been a bit generous, sixth if we're being harsh, yeah. that's probably where they are. But there's still context to be added. There the is con- con- the context. Yes. To be, if you say to me, Watford are the fifth best team in the country. Mm. I'm I'm doing cartwheels around the studio, going good for them, well done. Yeah, talking about Man United, they mm-hmm. spent 400 million quid. Of course, um, they so, have spent a lot. But, of money. but so so it is it is absolutely legitimate for people watching the game saying um, they should be doing better. Yes, we can understand Man City are a better team. Lindelof costs 30 million quid. Mm-hmm. Fred costs 52 million quid. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they, they they are they are as 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 actually was just, as what what was the conclusion was on the Sky Sports coverage last night was. Their recruitment's been terrible. Mm-hmm. They've got huge problems off the pitch, which they continue to have, and they've got huge problems on the pitch. And if they're relying on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer to sort it all out, which it looks like they might be at this stage, they're in for a long old road. A long old road. They are. And fifth place for Man United is nowhere near enough, and they're not going to be able to attract players, and it's going to be hard for them to get out of this rut. I think people deserve to see more than just we tried our best mm. against a big rival, no matter how good they are. May not one of the biggest clubs in the world. They are, but they were beaten by their their better City rivals. And Man City are now one to four to win the Premier League with Bet three six five. By the way, big favourites. Ten pound returns, twelve pound fifty, including stake. I mean, what was so nice? What was so brilliant about watching Man City last night was when they're actually pressed and hurried. That's when you see how good they are actually on the ball. Because mm. if teams sit deep against them, yeah, you can still see their quality. But when Man United try to go at them, especially with two quick forwards, and the way they pass it out the back, you just see the calmness, the coolness, the technique, the the precision of the passing, yeah. and all the rest of it. It was at times it was glorious to see them. Hey, they're very good at receiving the ball in tight areas, absolutely, and they're technically very good. But having said that, for the first half yesterday, they United did a fairly good job of upsetting their rhythm, and mm-hmm. this is a team. City that have, they do have a, a weak point or two. I don't think company you know, did okay last night, but he's clearly not an improving player. Yeah. Zinchenko isn't a natural fullback from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how big is the loss of uh, Fernandinho? Is injured now, so we don't know how big the injury is. Well, he's gone for scans and stuff. You'd imagine it, it could be that he doesn't play again this season. Look, and how much is that going to disrupt their rhythm? Man City are good. There's no question about mm. that. But are they the greatest team that the club side the world's ever seen? They're not the greatest. It's based on last night, they're not. They're very good. They're, they're, they're going to probably pick up 198 points in two seasons which would say they're one of the best domestic sides we've ever seen in this country um, so maybe in that context it's 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 more of, of playing the long game with United and, and understanding they've had a difficult time of it over recent years and, and it's a long road back for them and it kind of switches now because obviously Liverpool play first against the best middle club you'd imagine or you'd hope they'd have enough they've got no right of winning the Premier League if they're going to um, turn it in against um, Huddersfield but we have seen teams like this um, win, obviously, at this point of the season. Like Manchester City are going to be on the back foot for the first time in a few weeks. Um, that's going to be interesting, I think, on um, when they're playing Sunday, I think. Yeah, and they're playing Sunday. Marcus, you said about um, Man City having this trip to Burnley, right? Mm-hmm. And that's your flashpoint. Marcus's tickle. Yeah, for me, my flashpoint is Liverpool in the last day of the season against Wolves. 
Look at Wolves' record against the good teams in the Premier League. It's very, very strong. What do you think? I think there's a chance. I know it's at Anfield, but mm-hmm. I think it's a chance that, that that Wolves team is made up of players who love a big day out. So when you say it's a flashpoint, though... Uh, I think uh, Liverpool could lose the Premier League on the last day of the season. Well, yeah, but, uh, but at the moment it's not in their hands fully, is it? So even if they lost to Wolves and Man City is 6-0 up against Brighton, it's kind of like... Okay, so it would it would involve Man City not winning every game. Yes, but I think regardless of what happened, uh-huh. that game for Liverpool. I mean, because by then there could be a couple of points clear of Man City slip up the way you think they might. So if I think I think to me the most likely outcome is that Man City win the league for a number of different reasons, but I think there's a chance that Liverpool could slip up on the last day, regardless of what happens elsewhere. I think Man City's got to draw them. They've got to draw. They've them. got to draw on them, have oh. they? Burnley, Leicester, Rogers' revenge. Yeah, well, Burnley or Leicester, really, really good shouts personally. Jamie Vardy would love to upset the party. <laughs> he would, and then have his own party. Absolutely, yeah. And not invite them. Do you see the PFA uh, Team of the Year? Mm. Yes. Only one non-Man City and Liverpool player in there, and it's Paul Pogba. <laughs> is that just a wind-up Soonish team? <laughs> yeah. Is that all that is? Yeah. I, th- I think it. I think it's mad. It's generous, isn't it? Team of the Year is mad, and the timing of it is <laughs> insane. I didn't make you it. can you can actually draw a line exactly. <laughs> I don't know when the players voted, yep. but I would have a pretty good guess. It was after Mourinho left. Did they vote? I'll tell you now, listen, no, I'll, I'll tell you exactly when I think they voted on it. They voted on it around the start of March when Paul Pogba went from the mm. middle of December to the end of February, banging goals in, knocking in assists, um, really playing well for Solskjaer and the players have just voted for him then. He's done nothing since. He's got 13 goals this season in the Premier League, seven of them been penalties. Um, it's been a amazing amount yeah. of timing from, from Paul Pogba I'd, I'd like to I, I, would you I, not have Hazard in there well I, yeah, Hazard Son I know he missed a lot of the seasons Son like, it, Christian Eriksen uh, Son but, I think has missed yeah, too much yeah but Son has scored some really important goals he has but I think he's just missed too much of the season I think Eriksen <laughs> Eriksen's had, had a few quiet patches but then I think most players have what that. about mm. Zahar no, Andros. 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 Yeah. Oh. So more on Andros later, by the yeah, way. Stay tuned for that. But I think it's a ma- they've got they've got to change the timing of this. The reality is the players <laughs> give so little of a shit uh-huh. that they didn't do it at the end of the season after it anymore because they all went off on holiday without voting. Yeah. So well, then they have to do it in March. Well, if they'd have voted uh, just off the back of last weekend, Iosi Perez would have been in there. Right in there. <laughs> right in the mix-up. Bloody right right in the been. conversation, Pete. More exactly. on him later as well. Oh, oh. more on everybody promises, later. Promises, promises. But yeah. now we're going to talk about Manchester United against Chelsea. It's a massive one in the race for top four. A win would take Chelsea to 70.6 above Manchester United. You would imagine that if Chelsea won that game, that would that would kill off Man, Man United's uh, top four hopes uh, as well. But Spurs, Arsenal, Chelsea, they've all got winnable fixtures left. Mm. Um, but after the talk of, of, of what we've just had about Manchester United, they need to win. They need to get back in the top four, not because they can mount a Champions League title challenge that season. It's, it's in terms of the size of the club, the money that comes in, the revenue, and also attracting players. Mm. But of course, Chelsea and Arsenal will feel exactly the same thing. Of course. And with Spurs, who we'll come on to in the second half, getting that vital goal against Brighton, you would think that Spurs would shortly finish in the top four. So yeah. you've got three sides going for that last spot, haven't you, really? And this is this is a huge game for them. But Chelsea, they they um they stumbled at home to, to Burnley, only a, a 2-2 draw. Um, which uh, which was it? Which was a which was a good old affair, wasn't it? <laughs> if you're a Burnley fan, like yeah. winding them up, time wasted, and all that. I, I find it interesting. I didn't see the game live, <laughs> but I find it interesting that everyone is just so quick to complain straight away when they don't get a win against Burnley. Yes, and Joe Hart said the thing said it on last on last mm. night's um, last night's coverage when he was doing the Manchester derby. 
he was talking about Man City going there next. And he said, Look, I'm not going to give the game away, but we've got a plan. It's a pretty simple plan, but it's an effective plan and we use it. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, well, Joe, you're not going to be in the team, so don't worry about that. But, <laughs> but, 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 but it, it does work. I mean, it does work. There's absolutely yeah. nothing wrong. And Pep Guardiola said it as well, didn't he, last night? It's going to be long balls, it's going to be second balls, it's going to be yeah. us competing. And it's a perfectly legitimate way to play. And if you think of the, the second half of the season that Ashley Barnes is having, by the way. I mean, he's had a good season. He's scored a decent amount of goals, but second half of the season, he's really hit his straps and he's been fantastic. He got his 11th goal of the season. To put that in perspective, one more than Marcus Rashford, the same as Glenn Murray and Mitro, and one fewer than Lukaku, Son, Firmino, Jimenez and Callum Wilson in the league, of course. All of those have got far more, more column inches and press coverage than he's got. Yeah. Um, because he plays for an unfashionable team, basically. But he's, but, he's, as you say, he's been, he's been superb. You know, they've, they've won, what, three and drawn one in, the, in, the, in their last four games. And that little spell of form has has really ensured that they'll they'll stay up because they're on the, 40 points the now, goal yeah. average is, is so big between all you know, the goal difference I think if you take it from kind of 1st of January mm. I haven't got it in front of me he's turned the screw I wouldn't be surprised if they're right up there in terms of form the second yeah. half of the season because they didn't do anything in the first half they have turned that screw all the way yeah. to Premier League turn that earthworm <laughs> all the way <laughs> but uh, what, what what was was funny was Chelsea's reaction David Lewis saying he was very unhappy with the anti-football that they played mm. Uh, uh, Maurizio Sarri has been been charged with misconduct as he was sent to the sands, and, and Gianfranco Zola, who was sent out to do his talking for him, said that the the Burnley backroom stuff offended Sarri. Um, mm. Who knows? And he's a man of cigarettes. I was going to yeah. say, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's when we took away his fags, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But they, but they weren't happy with the timers, and I thought, well, this is this is the same Chelsea side who, lest we forget, a few years ago went to Anfield and were time wasting after about four minutes. <laughs> you know, so I, I understand the frustration and I understand in the heat of the moment, if you're on the on the end of that and you come away and you go, well, that's just bloody anti-football. I don't, you in have the words to of, In the words of Jose Mourinho, I want a yellow card for time wasting. <laughs> <laughs> it, all it is is sanctimonious. Of course it is. Of course it is. It was a wonderful point though for Burnley. You've got to hand it to them. Yeah, yeah. Barring for Chelsea would be they lost Hudson Odoi through injury as well. That's a great team. He yeah. could be out for a little while. Yeah, he he looked usually when you see footballers who've just come out of operations, obviously he had his operation, I think yesterday. Oh, so he had it already. He's had it already. They okay. move really quickly. Um, I thought it depends on the swelling and the type of injury though. Yeah, well he's um he's had he's had an op and um usually you sort of see them in the hospitals and they look like Space hospitals. They look so clean and amazing. Yeah. This one just looked like your common or common NHS job. It was brilliant. God bless them, eh? God bless them. God bless them. God bless them. Chelsea, um, they are, I mean, 13 to 8 to win this game with Bet365. United are also 13 to 8, so it's absolutely poised. Mm. £10 on that, or either of those returns, £26.25, including stake. You know, I don't know what Man United's worst run in the Premier League is, mm. but in the Premier League era, I mean. Yes. You you could they've got a really really tough game here. Yeah, they do. I mean, Chelsea have got a lot of talented players, and they're not without their problems. Yep. But this is a real. It's almost a straight because Arsenal can't be relied upon at the moment. <laughs> if 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 May, if May United don't win this, yeah, they could still they're going to be three points behind Chelsea. If Chelsea win, mm-hmm. they're going to be six points behind. Mm. At this stage of the season, with a couple of games left, yeah, what, what where, where is there left for them to go? Europa League, mate. Mm, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think. I think. I think. Just go back to Burnley briefly. Sean Dyche was absolutely loving it after the game. By the way, as he should do. Yeah. As he bloody well should do. Yeah. Um. And I just think he would absolutely love it to get a point or something off Man City and go. Well, you know. Apparently, apparently we're time wasters. Apparently we're this, that, the other. Blah, 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 you know, yeah. and, and I don't think he's a knob because you know, like Big Sam could be a bit. Well, apparently my, uh, yeah. he, would, he would moan about. I mean, let's be fair. He's a bit of a knob. He is a little bit. If, you, but, if we're talking on the Allardyce scale, 
it's not it's not in the same league as no, that. No, no, but no, he is no. a bit of a bellend. He's but, not quite all managers you could, levels. You can also no. you could say all managers are a bit sanctimonious or a bit this that and the other. Mm. I just think if you go in different away, ways. Perhaps you yeah. go to you go to away to a far bigger side who've got riches beyond your imagination. Blah 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 blah. blah. You just you're not cheating. Not no. like punching players off the ball and mm. stuff. No, and you can't get away with that kind of dark art stuff anyway now because of all the cameras. Yeah, I, I think everyone's nice to Chelsea. Everyone's uh, rude to Chelsea now because they know that Chelsea's not going to be loaning any players out anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Chelsea to Burnley, though, is not a tried and trodden route. No, is it? No, not exactly. Um, although, although Chelsea did try and get Ashley Barnes, who reports those to be believed last well, season, didn't right, they? But yeah. you know, Burnley. One thing we should point out about them is they managed to steer themselves into seventh last season, mm. and obviously into the Europa League. Um, scoring just 36 goals in 38 yeah. games. They've scored 44 this season. Absolutely. I mean, they've conceded a fair few more. <laughs> there, but they've scored a lot more. So it's, it's for the Burnley fans, probably, who aren't really sort of thought of too often, That's they've right. probably had a more exciting time this season. Damn right. But I, but I should say in the interest of balance as well, I totally understand Chelsea fans' frustration. Nah, fuck them. All right. Fuck all of them, mate. All right, bollocks to it. Let's have some emails with PED. Say I'm the only bee in your got mail and we've got mail hello to dan the new york hornet hello dan Ooh. it's a really cool name uh, i'd like to thank marcus for almost making me fall off the treadmill this morning uh whilst listening i mean how anyone can listen to the ramble while they're uh, running around I, 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 music or nothing for me is it no i like listening to the podcast, Do you like the podcast? yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah not ramble um, <laughs> <laughs> um i f- almost fell off the treadmill this morning because uh, I, I was listening to his blinding guess about uh, how many goals per million dollars worth of transfer fee Suarez averaged whilst oh, yeah. at Liverpool. Um, there's a few emails about this. I, so, whenever, so, whenever we get numbers wrong, we always get so many. So I jumped in there with Vardy and got that almost spot on. Right. And Marcus and I massively let ourselves down with right. Suarez. Yeah. I think we I think we got to the point where they, he would have had to have scored almost a thousand goals for our <laughs> guess to be right. According, according to your fearless leader, Suarez accounted for 25.17 goals per million in transfer outlet, meaning he would have had to have netted um, 760 goals during his time on Merseyside. Yeah. Uh, how many did to he To be get? fair to Marcus, it was, <laughs> both of us. It, it was both of us who said that. Yeah, yeah. But to, to be fair as well, essentially, I sort of switched off and all I hear is Pete say, give us a number. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And that can go either way. Yeah. Can go you either way. just shout 69, you deviant. Yeah. Oh, uh, the no. sun in Mexico clearly has a negative effect on poor Marcus, but what even is more hysterical <laughs> was Luke's I've got your back, bruv, excuse, when he tried to defend the rid- ridiculous guest stating, oh, I guess he wasn't there long, actually. What's the no, name no. of um, the, the emailer? Dan the New York Hornet. Dan, it must be lots of fun being friends with you. That's all I can he say. Said, I, it was a beautifully written email. I'm yeah. laughing it. How do you know? You never read them in advance. Hang on a minute. He's, Abacus he's, in the post, he says. He's reading it out because it's mugging off you. And exactly, yeah. Dizzy. Hi, Ramblers. Uh, long time and a first time emailer. There's someone uh, who's been thinking for the last few uh, weeks who could upset Man City on the running. I echo Marcus in thinking Burnley yeah. and a Burnley bothering at that might be on the cards. A Burnley uh, bothering. Could happen. Yeah. Hashtag drama, she says. You've only, oh, got to wait till, you've only got to wait till Sunday lunchtime. Yeah. So you'll find out then. Uh-huh. I'm pumped for it. I am pumped. Uh, hello to uh, Joe Brownen. Hello, Ramblers. As a QPR fan, I've had to endure my fair share of Duff managers over the years. Uh, you know the night of the type. Knackered, over the hill, busted flush relegation merchants that have been sacked more times than Maris Piper. Um, now, we haven't <laughs> eat, now, we haven't eaten at the top table for a little while, but uh, some of these chaps still get Premier League employed time and time again. So how about this? To stop the same old faces bringing their brand of ineffective football to the Premier League season after season, uh, we impose relegation on managers as well as teams. Once your team's dropped down a division, you are barred from managing there again until you can get promoted back up. Did you vote for Brexit? Because the EU employment laws won't let you do that. I think that's a good idea. Why, um, why do you always take this as like a genuine proposal? 
uh, that you have to really think, uh, if think taken, about. In a, because if they've taken the time to write in, I think they should be treated seriously, Marcus. We should give them the time. Don't you agree? Uh, I do agree with yeah. that. Joe says, <laughs> stop backing each other up. Joe uh, says uh, the FA bigwigs will iron out the creases. So maybe yeah, that's, oh, yeah, they'll be and great. To be honest, if we, if we ship out of uh, Europe anyway, we don't have to deal I'll with any, any rights for workers. And if, if there's any association that could definitely get down to the detail, the nitty gritty and iron it out and get it sorted, it's definitely the FA. So yeah, yeah exactly. I completely agree. Maybe Marcus could float the idea out there next time he's mingling with the great and the good at Club Wembley. Oh, for crying out loud, has anybody emailed in about Sven? Good. Because <laughs> we're going to do oh, that later anyway. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, yeah uh, Haley Goodwin has bought tickets to the uh, live show at the Lowry. Oh, it's yeah. still available at ramblelive.com. Yeah. Uh, and she wants to wish her other half, George Bishop Cream, Green a big uh, happy birthday we don't usually do birthday shout outs but if it's to do with ticket sales yeah Yeah. (laughs) exactly if you can provide proof I'll do it. I got this email uh, forwarded to me by the management as well Pete actually so so, what I've read now I don't know why he yeah. yeah I don't know why he indulged in that, but uh, yeah, um, if you want to uh, get into the show, shut the, rum- f- shut the Rumble Rumble, uh, we'll start a new show called The Rumble Rumble. And, yeah, what's uh, it we'll about? Merely rumbling. Present- seismic activity. Presented by Paul Television Speaker. <laughs> uh, yes, if you want to get into the show, shut the football ramble.com and if you want to buy tickets to our amazing multimetric extravaganza that is The Ramble Live, it's ramblelive.com. We, we, we first- come to a city near you, brother. We had a first... Um, production meeting about that last week and it, it kind of involved a lot of you singing yeah so we'll see fighting we will very Get much involved. see I bought an angle grinder and a piece of um, alright it's time for an ad break everybody <laughs> after which we'll talk about Spurs see you in a minute I'll decide whether there's an ad break after Spurs <laughs> give me the button one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh, it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Square into Wordsworth. Play around the corner now for Civic. Right side of the box. Could be a chance to pick it. Is it going to be deflected in? It's Shannon! It's Steve Shannon with the goal! For the dogs! In the last minute of stoppage time! That's Steve Seddon for uh, AFC Wimbledon equalising in the 93rd minute, I think, against Luton. Drama. Enjoyable. Yeah, that's mm. that actually did a pretty good favour for Portsmouth. Ooh. And Andy Brassel on, on the continent yesterday was keen to get credit from me for it, yeah. um, but I refused to give it to him. <laughs> yeah. There was a great bit of... Um, did you see Jermaine Defoe uh, having an argument with uh, one of his colleagues? He was like, basically, I think he was going to take the free kick, one of his colleagues. Just for Rangers? Uh, no, for... Where, where was he? Jermaine Defoe's at Rangers, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. 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 Who are you talking about? Right. Or clip actually. You're not confusing Owen Coyle with bloody Paul Lambert again. No, it was definitely Jermaine Defoe. Okay. Uh, but I'd never seen the clip before, and he's basically fighting. It was at uh, Portland Timbers. Was he at Portland Timbers? Hang on. Briefly. No, he was uh, at Toronto. He, he was at Toronto. Hang on. Was it Toronto. Jermaine Defoe or Owen Coyle? <laughs> it was Jermaine Defoe. Okay, and what happened? And he's gonna and he's gonna have a fight with uh, his, his 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 colleague because he wants to take the free kick. And the colleague takes it off him and he's so angry and then the colleague just whacks it top corner top, well, top, top corner off say, the bar off the bar do you mean teammate teammate yeah, yeah. Colleague. Colleague. colleague yeah that's how you see us isn't it Pete? Yeah. yeah because we're not teammates clearly are we friends there's no unity are we friends colleagues <laughs> Spurs host West Ham yep due to the failings of other sides Spurs looking good for the top four finish they've yeah. been very fortunate haven't they well, Arsenal I mean, losing two games on the bounce they have but they've been 
I mean, if you look at the last six games between those four teams, mm. Spurs, Chelsea and Arsenal have won three each and May United have won two. Mm. So they have kept up their end of the bargain a bit, Spurs, as well. They have. They have. They they were, they were got a late winner against Brighton. And you were at the game, weren't you? So I, I was at the match, yeah. I, I really felt gutted for Brighton. It was a proper park the bus job. I didn't see it. So it was it was unbelievable the way Brighton. So in the first half, Brighton were obviously on the back foot. That was always going to be the case. Mm. They were defending deep in the first half, but they showed a little tiny bit of attacking intent. You know, trying to play on the break. I'm not joking. About two minutes into the second half, the dynamic set. And it was like the last five minutes. The whole half? Pretty much, yeah. Right. And they were so close to holding out. They they def- they were pretty they were playing. So normally you have a back three with wing backs who mm. then drop deep and make a back five. They were playing a back four with wing backs. Right. They, so, so Gross like, and Basuma were basically sitting in. Yeah, so you know how in a back three, you'd have well, either side of the, the back three, you'd have your wing backs, as I say. Yeah, it then, becomes a five, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then but then you have centre back, centre back, centre back. Yeah, they had centre back, centre back, centre back, centre back, right. and then they had the, the guys. It was it was a proper backs to the walls job. I and, saw they had like twenty one percent possession overall. Oh man, it was unbelievable. And Lewis Dunk, he was the when Ericsson scored, the way he just fell to the floor and face into the turf. I felt so sorry for him because he was magnificent. But they but their their tactics were very clever. They they haven't scored in what five or six uh, Premier mm. League games, something like that. Mm. So they're not going to go away to Spurs and win the match. They know that. So they were just very clever. They they were very compact, as as we say with that with that back four, which became a back six. Mm. Push Spurs out wide, and Danny Rose is probably one of Spurs' best players. And they thought, okay, well, we'll put some crosses in all day long for Duncan. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> oh yeah, they uh, Duffy. eat those up all yeah. day long. Eat Bang, heading balls away. They absolutely loved it. They're on a some run, Brighton, and not in a good way. No, way. I mean they've dropped like a stone. They they've they've not won in the league since the start of March yeah. when they beat. Palace, uh-huh. but that, and that was a rarity away from home. Th- yeah. This this year, you talk about Burnley having a good 2019. They have had a dreadful 2019. They can't score goals for Toffee, um, but their defensive record, which is what we've been saying for a while, is probably what if they do stay up, that will keep them up because again, the goal difference. That's why the point against Wolves was so vital for them because. Um, you know, if you're two points above Cardiff, one win can switch it over. Mm. But actually, that extra point's like two extra points. I, but I, because I because think, of the goal difference. I think they might go down, you know. Well, but because of the goal difference, Cardiff need four points. No, I don't think they do. I think Brighton are only three points behind them, right? And if Brighton lose the rest of their games, yeah. Cardiff have got two very winnable games. They do, but I mean, the, the, the goal swing would be about, I don't know, 11 or something like that. I just don't see that much going happening, really. No, that's not my understanding of it. My understanding of it is that they're three points behind them. Yeah. I think Cardiff can get four points out of those two. Yeah, I know. Games. I was just saying that. I said Cardiff need four points. Yeah. Because if Cardiff... I, mean, I think they'll get them. That's my point. I think they'll get them. Well, that's a different... But I'm saying that's why the point away to Wolves was so vital because it yeah. pushes Cardiff on to get four points. A one win for Cardiff is not enough now, really, no. unless the goal swing is massive, no, to me, I, to I me, think it will be. To me, they beat Fulham away and they beat Palace at home. How about that? Stick Fulham, that in your bank. Already. on the beach. Brighton, yeah, they're, play, Brighton they're playing Man United and Man City respectively on the last day, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah, yeah. so that, I think they're both... both, both well, you never know Man United, by the way. True yeah. enough. Anyway, we, we drag it all the way back, sorry, to, to Tottenham now. I went on a bit of a flight. I've been indulgent as well, don't worry. But Spurs, they got that winner, which was vital. Um, Absolutely. Which 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 really Mr. was. Mr. Janssen coming back. And, and, and they've had yeah. it. They've had, they've oh, yeah, had... <laughs> Vincent Janssen. Back when from the came, dead. When he came on, people were like... I haven't seen him for ages. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Because Pochettino did that really interesting thing about two months ago where he said, 
flatly in he's a press a conference. Disgrace. He's not part of my plans. Yeah. Right. So they said, oh, with these injuries here and there, I think it was when Kane got injured the first time, it's Vincent Janssen back. He's not part of my plans. Yeah, and he, then he, then he, he just pied him off. But he backtracked on that. Well, he obviously has. And now, and now he's now he's introducing him to the fray. Was he well, just a little Was bit... he instrumental in the winner? Absolutely not. No. But, um, <laughs> was but... Vincent Janssen just sort of like, look, all of the contracts at Spurs are so heavily weighted into appearances. I'm on nothing here. I've got nothing. Yeah. 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 Cupboards are bare. Kids have no shoes. Well, yeah. I just just think give me 10 minutes. Yeah. Because of injuries and because of Sun, mm. um, is <coughs> uh, not available for the first leg. Actually, would Janssen, he's not even in the Champions League squad, is he? Possibly not, no. Oh God, this is a yeah. disaster. I don't know what's going on. Well, I'm not sure actually. I, sh- I should have looked at that. So, but, but anyway, let's let's move on from Janssen. But now. West Ham are 13 to two to cause an upset and win at Spurs this weekend. Ten pound returns bet mm-hmm. um, with bet three six five returns seventy five pounds, including stake. Yeah, West Ham are eleventh. They could feasibly finish fifteenth um, because Burnley are only three points behind them, or they could push on just mm. about for a top ten finish. You know, it's a, there's a few teams in that kind of bracket. But I think West Ham, after the start they had and after the season they had last last time round. I think it's been a steady Definitely. season is, is probably what the doctor ordered. It's what I they think. needed. It's yeah. been steady and, and quiet off the pitch and Pellegrini deserves a lot of credit yeah. for steady in the ship. I mean, it was only last season when there was protests happening all over the place, mm. sometimes in the middle of games, poor old Mark <laughs> oh, Noble Bennett. getting all sorts of sticks. So the fact that they've had an inconsistent mid-table season that's been quiet off the pitch, you can't tell me a West Ham fan yeah. wouldn't have accepted that before the season started. So I, I think th- Pellegrini deserves credit. Well, and i tell you what they would they would, would relish even more, which would cap off a, you know, a, a fairly standard but acceptable season is the first side to win at Spurs' new stadium. Love that. They, that how much would they love that? <laughs> they would love that. And Pellegrini also has um, sort of stitched together mm-hmm. a, a team that's got quite a lot of new players as well. Yep. And, and we can see, we've seen in other parts of the Premier League table this season where that can go really wrong when you sign too many players. So he's done very well at sort of blending them as well. He's had a mix and a blend yes. on the ones and twos. Setting the trend. And he's, and he's sorted it out. <laughs> Is Arnautovic going to play? Does he care? Is he going to be there? Has he already gone? I think we're living in a post-Arnautovic world now. <laughs> yeah. I, don't think I, anyone... the, I think you're absolutely right. The long men of West Ham. Uh, no, no. Of all Just... the many football shows I do, at no point in any production meeting or running was has anyone mentioned the word Marco Arnautovic. So I, think, <laughs> I think we are living in a post-Arnautovic world yeah he's the type of player where when he wanted to go just let him go yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him go. having said that he'll probably get the winner now yeah at the Tottenham Hotterspur of stadium now uh let's go to a south coast derby yeah where Southampton face Bournemouth as they would say in Scotland Saints nearly got all three points against Watford you're not calling it the south coast derby to wind me up now because you you've not got Jimmy to back you up mm. uh Pete do you fancy getting involved in nah, that <laughs> yeah. um, well I, I he's just, done the emails he's done <laughs> well I just I, I sincerely hope that Portsmouth get promoted because I like it when you're happy Luke oh is that right and uh, <laughs> <laughs> um and and we're just one step closer to the south coast derby yeah. although I think it would only be one step closer because I don't think Southampton are going to get no. relegated nor the best again, five, by the way. No, I'm sure they don't. Yeah. But again, that point against Watford could have been all three, of course, if it wasn't for that that last gasp. I Andre love early That's goals. Or equaliser. I love early goals. All oh, right, Shane. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Uh, the reason I love early goals is because there are a lot of football players out there, I'm sure, at all levels, who get on the pitch. The referee starts the game, and mm-hmm. they go, "Right, let's get cracking. Let's just sort this out." Yeah. Right, just make sure I'm properly warmed up. Yeah, first five or six minutes, I'll get the flavour of the game. Yep. Work out what the pace of the game is, the tempo. Yeah. Just have, figure some stuff out. Shane Long is just like, bam. Yep. <laughs> he is like that all the time. He's yeah. like that taking the kids to the school. He is. <laughs> it's uh, such a Shane Long goal, by which I mean was. it doesn't happen very often. Yes. And it involves chasing down a lost cause Absolutely. as fast as you can. Well, for a guy who hasn't played <laughs> that much and hasn't scored that many goals what a finish oh yeah it's oh, a it great, great finish, finish. Yeah. He, he finished take nothing away from the finish it yeah. was absolutely glorious 
He needed that, my goodness. Yeah, but the quickest goal in, in the history of the Premier League after just seven seconds, which was uh, which was quite something, as I say. You know who had it before him? Le- no, it wasn't Ledley King, it was, was it? Ledley King, yeah. was it Ledley King? Yeah. Yeah, yeah how about that, Petey? Mm. Um, I'm surprised he was on the field. <laughs> well, Ledley King? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't recently. <laughs> he didn't do it like two weeks ago. Uh, what about the Watford fans creating a massive banner promoting the film Rocket Man about Elton John's career? Just, just saying Rocket Man. I saw that and I was like... Yeah, gonna, is it a request? Yeah. Kind of, I know yeah. oh, it was the film. Uh, but then but they were treated to a half-time performance, though. By Johnny Barnes. Johnny Barnes, former yeah. player. See what? that? I, no, I missed this completely. What John happened? Barnes came out, obviously sung the uh, World in Motion uh, rap. rap. What has that got to do with anything? Just fancied it. Just he, fancied he, it. He used to play for Watford. He used to play for him. And, sang and he's in England. Rap. So <laughs> what, what more do you want, mate? Yeah. Gordon Bennett, It's eh? great stuff. Are you telling me you'd prefer the other kind of half, half-time entertainment? I want to see the Chelsea flamethrowers. Marcus, I'm going to dim the lights, flamethrowers, ball boys. What's your problem with rap music? <laughs> oh, don't get him started. It's just John Barnes, he's your equivalent of a Wordsworth. It's just, it's just words, mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Yes, so Southampton, they're safe, aren't they? Six points above Cardiff, much better goal difference again. Yeah, they're, they're, they are a colossal 200 to 1 to be relegated. £10 with Bet365 returns £2,010, including stake, should they go down. You know, as much as it pains me to say it, because I want Southampton to lose every game, as mm. people know, they're not going to get relegated. They're not going to get relegated. No, not they're not going to get Are they going to be rewarded for their for their survival bid? Presuming that they do clinch it, I have to say they've under Hasenhut, who's who's what Hasenhut. He'll take him out on the tiles, will he? I don't know actually. You know the think? Alpine Klopp. What's his vibe? Well, that's true. We I don't think know it's just vibe. anger, isn't he? Yeah, very very sort of intense. What's an angry party? But, I don't but, know. but what Hasenhut has done? Yes. I think, and I don't want to read too much into it, is he's, he's come in and he has shown that these guys you were talking about in the first half of the show, Marcus, these, these, and uh, that our, our dear friend who emailed in was saying about these guys just getting these jobs over and over again, this managerial merry-go-round, the, what Michael Lewis, who wrote Moneyball, would call the club. Yes. Yeah, the establishment. He's come in and said, you know what, with a bit of attention to detail and, a, and, a, and some interesting training techniques mm-hmm. and, a, and a bit of a fresh look, this team yeah. can easily stay in the Premier League yeah. this season and he's shown it and it doesn't have to be tired old stuff like, oh, you know, let's hit the ball down into the corner and pick up the second balls. I guess it's fine to do that, but Southampton deserve credit for making a brave decision bringing a guy in who didn't know the league mm-hmm. but showed that his te- his techniques were universally successful across across different countries. Different. No, he I, did I, look I very exasperated at some of the players though. Just he not, looks like David not, Morrissey, which is great. Look like yeah. David Morrissey, yeah. yeah. Um, Pete... Newcastle players apparently waiting with bated breath to see if Mike Ashley keeps his promise of funding a team holiday to Las Vegas as a reward for staying up this season. Now, this is something kind of that I should have known about in advance, but I didn't. <laughs> Great stuff. One word for you, economy. Are you going? Are you going? <laughs> Pete, you there, mate. You Pete's going to fund it. I'll be with a I bottle, asked of, Pete. bottle of Grey Goose in a VIP area. Come on, <laughs> Come on yeah. guys, take a seat. I asked Pete earlier, Marcus, <laughs> to name his top five living British national treasures. Mm. First name? Mike Le- Ashley. Les Ferdinand. <laughs> No, it was a second name. First was Bob Mortimer. Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, second, yeah. Bob. And I didn't have a third because I couldn't think of anyone. <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't need one, really. John Barnes can have it if he wants it. Do you think they should go to Vegas or not? Well, I don't, I mean, they've, they've but once very, they finish their games, they play very well. Yeah. But what do you come back to? I, I, I would worry. Leaving that, I would worry leaving the training grounds because yeah. he'll have it. He'll sell it for scrap. Come back and if you leave it. I've relaunched Alders. <laughs> <laughs> he'll have a Debenham's moved in. Yeah. 
Yeah. They can be... train in Debenhams, can they? Just go around the mannequins. Little shop, <laughs> shopping centre. He loves Resident them. You use them as mannequins. That. You saw some footage of Newcastle training. You know that wall they've got, the fake wall, the, the yeah, statues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's like Debenhams clothes on it. <laughs> no, but he'll have Miguel, I, no, I reckon Miguel that... Almiron in Sports Direct advertising yeah. your clothes. Just stand re- there. Oh, re- you're injured, are you? You stand there. I yeah. reckon it'll be a shopping centre. So around the pitch, down to the stands, that's just like <laughs> the, the little walkway around the shops and the pitch is in the middle. It's optional if you want to if you want to watch the game. Jürgen Klinsmann in the frame, apparently. Why are you so close to the mic? Because I was trying to be um, conspiratorial. In the frame for what? Yeah. Newcastle job. Why? Benitez is there. He won't be there for very long. I have a bit of respect for Rafa. Why is Klinsy going to do that? Is he going to do it from California? Like he did the the Germany job? That'd be good, wouldn't it? Well, that's why they got to Vegas. Just meet the team. Meet Jürgen. (laughs) Yeah, meet Jürgen. Oh, there we are. He's driving from Modesto. (laughs) Um, Before we go to the best bet, um, a little mensch for Bournemouth, currently 14th on 41 points. They finished 12th last season on 44 points. Um... Then uh, there was a season before it finished ninth with 46. Their first season when they came up 16th on 42. I mean, that's a bit of consistency for you. Yeah, it's very hard for them to finish above 11th the way the table is now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Eddie Howe's establishment as a Premier League team and, and he's done brilliantly. There's nothing really more you can say. There. Realistically, it's as, I know they finished ninth, obviously, higher than where they are now, but it's kind of like, no disrespect, it's like as good as it gets. But oh, yeah. I say that in a very positive way. I'm saying like, you know, the, some of the football they've played, they've played exciting stuff. They've taken the odd point or, or three off some of the bigger sides and whatnot. I, I just, th- this is this is the best time in probably the club's history. I mean, maybe yeah. there's an anomaly I'm missing. But... No, I think that's right. And I think that they could possibly be forgiven for asking for a Burnley-type situation where they force their way into seventh, mm-hmm. get a bit of Europe, or they win a cup or get to a cup final. That's probably yeah. the only thing missing off them. But really, that's that's you can't really complain. Yeah. You can't complain, I don't think. Take them to Vegas. Take them to Vegas with Mike Ashley's mm, mom. Get them all there. I'll tell you, Newcastle for a club that don't actually really do anything at all uh, are a great manufacturer of stories for us on this show. <laughs> when you when you when you actually relate that to the yeah. and cross reference to what things actually happen, which mm. by the way is nothing, no. the amount of stories coming at that club is incredible. Yeah. Well they've just not all a, positive though. None of it's positive. <laughs> 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 it's like a really badly managed club, but then in the middle of it, they're still doing all right because they've Benita. got a decent manager. Yeah, I think a lot of Newcastle fans would prefer them to be worse, don't you? So they could justify their their mm, opinions. Mm, uh, I just <laughs> think that I just I don't think whatever the situation, they could win the league. They'd still want Ashley gone. Yeah, and yeah. I'd understand that. Yeah, if Mike Ashley did, did deliver the <laughs> league, anything. If Mike Ashley got Newcastle, if Newcastle Luke United the did, a Le- did a Leicester City, right, right. What what do you think the fans' opinion of the establishment of Newcastle would be? Would it change? Yeah, but is it, but but it, again, no, but the, but, the, but, it, but but that's that's the thing that I was guessing about um, the media, and I'm including you on this one. Um, they they sort of think that Newcastle because um, of the fans, lack of fans fans funding, want, fans want uh, instant success. If they did get success, the opinions would change massively. But we're not even in the same ballpark of even being a competitive team in the league, and it's but also I don't, it's annoying. I think the, the reason why they don't like Ashley is because of the way it's been managed. It's not a case of Oh, he's a, you know, he's as, as maybe one or two people used to say back in the day. Oh, it's because he's a southerner or whatever. It's nothing to do with that. It's because he's not putting his hand in his pocket, and everyone's saying for crying out loud, what if you want to sell the club, you know, what, what is it, you know, spend a bit so it, you get better, and then you can sell it off. He's for, not for spent more. any money for such a long time. You yeah, look at, um, like Swiss Rambler stuff. Do, do, he hasn't, do he hasn't got any money. He hasn't got any money. Look at, his, like, look at his jeans. Yeah, yeah that's true. So he hasn't got any week. money, but as soon as there's a. As soon as there's a bit of uh, st- high street real estate open, 
suddenly he's found a couple of quid behind the back of the sofa, hasn't he? Yeah. In yeah. those jeans and oh, those Oh, but if he wasn't by Miguel Almiron, the, the, the crocked, well. uh, the crocked yeah. forward, he, uh, and sofa he has well. to get a loan in, doesn't he? So, All right. Uh, it's time for our best bet with Bet365. It is. And this week it comes courtesy of Matt Schooler. I think that's pronounced. He says, chaps, I'll keep this short. Forget the title race. I'm going for narrative. Ooh. Everton just battered Manchester United which pretty much guarantees Crystal Palace three points. Brighton are never going to score a goal again ever. So, Andros Townsend and Iosi Perez, both to score at Love any that. time, Love that. is currently sitting at 14-1 to 1 on Bet365. Love the show. Matt. I love this. What well up, Matt? Uh, Let's hope Andrew Townsend starts because he didn't last week. Many apolo- yeah, quite. Many He's ap- making a mockery out of you. <laughs> Many apologies to those who email didn't get selected. We get a lot of emails. This one stood out because it was a bit different. Um, everyone wants to be involved, which is great, but this one is the one we've chosen this time. It's £50 at 14 to 1, returns £750, mm-hmm. including stake with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. You must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. And for more information on that, do visit begambleaware.org. Good luck, Matt. What are the odds mm. on Sven getting the uh, Scotland job? Don't know. Not got it in front of me, Should but I'm surprised. Short. It's <laughs> taken, very short. taken I'll have this a quid. long for I'll you have a... to, to mention it. How do you feel about it? I feel I feel very excited. Uh, I love it, though. That, that it, The only reason why we're talking about this is because Sven has said, yeah, I, I'd like that. Yeah. The SFA have not made a sound. I well, th- I, I think well, well, <laughs> I think that what's happened is, yeah, you know, all I'm going to say is this: he was most recently seen managing in the Philippines yep. in a footballing sense. Mm-hmm. That's a backwater. Yes, it is. Yes. Um, he gets the number one slot on our twelve eggs of Easter, and all of a sudden he's been linked with an illustrious, <laughs> storied nation like Scotland. Some of the finest players to ever come out of Europe have been Scottish. Sven is back on the map. Thanks to the 12 eggs of Easter. Some of the finest players to come out of Europe have been Scottish. I mean, I know Sven's a blast from the past, but my goodness, you're going back a bit there, aren't you? I didn't put a, t- I didn't put a time on it. Well, do you know, like, I think I... you'd be very hard-pushed to say that Kenny Dalglish is not one of the finest European footballers of all time. I am going to quote the Daily Record here. He has spent much of the last decade raking in fortunes on a tour of football outposts all over the globe. Lovely stuff. Getting back on the island of Britain. I'll do it now. If Sven I... wants his hands. <laughs> Oh, now it's time for going for gold. As as an as a part of the world where everyone's wearing skirts, they're kilts, Sven. He they're, said, they're men. He said going for gold. Trying being the operative word. Yeah, and we normally do um, different quiz when there's just three of us, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't prepare one, so we're going to do this instead. No, we're so, fine. No, usually, we, when, I, when I put that amount of work in, you have a right old pop at me, so yeah. I'm going to have a pop at you now. Go on then. Naughty, naughty boy. Sorry. <laughs> naughty little boy. <laughs> Stop, is it Sven? Yeah, is it Sven? Is it Sven? It's not Sven. Uh, it comes from Ryan D. Thank you, Ryan D. I was born on the 20th of June, 1987. Okay. Stop, Joe Hart. Incorrect. <laughs> Earlier in my career, or early in my career, I made 11 appearances for Canada under-20s. Stop. No. Sorry. Stop, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Stop. Is it? I've got nothing. You're like a bad automatic car. I am, I am. Mark Bircham. Incorrect. I think it's the first time he's ever been mentioned. I think he is Canadian, though. Mm. Um, I moved to England in 2003, going on to make over 250. Luke's got it. Stop. Luke's got it. Owen Hargreaves. Incorrect. No. Oh. I know I was not 31. I will, oh, yeah. I will restart the clue. Oh. I moved to England in 2003, going on to make over 250 Premier League appearances. How many appearances? 250. 
Mm. Stop, Junior Hoylet. Incorrect. In two thousand, Canadian. Possible. Mm, in two thousand three, I squished. Well, anything's possible. <laughs> in two thousand and thirteen, sorry, I scored one of the fastest Premier League goals, clocking in at thirteen seconds. Ooh, saucy. We've seen quicker this week. Yeah, <laughs> that would be news any other week. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the Premier League. I goals. feel like we should. I feel like we should seconds. get. We yeah, should get I feel like we should have that. The clubs I've played for include Ipswich, Chelsea, and Portsmouth. Oh, this is embarrassing. Come now. on, ah, baby, baby. the Pompey boys. Ah, I've got nothing. At international level, I've been capped sixty-one times. I helped my country qualify for their first major tournament at the twenty fourteen World Cup. Yeah, so he's not. He's not playing for the Canadian national. No, 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 definitely not. 2014, did you say? Yeah. New, who was the New Nations at the 2014 World Cup? Canada. <laughs> <laughs> they were pulling up trees left, right and centre, mate. Oh, I should know this. Oh, balls. Yeah, it's not good, is it? Not good, mate. I think, I think he might be an African player. Carry on. Final clue. I won the Player of the Year award for Stoke in 2013. Stop. Oh, no, all I've got, all I've got in my mind is um, Ricardo Fuller, but it's not him. Incorrect. I, I he was, played for Pompey and Stoke. He did, yeah. I, I did think that could have been him. He but... stumped us. Unless you've no, got anything. Uh, <sighs> terribly disappointing. I don't think I do have anything. Oh, you haven't got a single player on in your brain. I do, but I can't. I can't think of the name. We I haven't got the MVP it. Jim with us, so we're I know, trouble, yeah, trouble. Well, give us, problem. give us. Have you got any no. information about the person at all? No, he used to play for Stoke. <laughs> <laughs> He's I've 31-ish. Got, I've got I know six, it's not Ryan Shawcross. I've got yeah. six facts in my head. Um, it was Asma Begovic. Oh, Begovic! Oh. Of course! Oh. Well played. Goalkeepers always throw me. Yeah. Here to kink shame. <laughs> he scored, didn't he? You said. Lord. Smashing work. The points go to uh, me and Ryan D. <laughs> you get the point. Look at me, I'm Ryan D. Ruining going golf for gold. <laughs> you win the G for G. <laughs> that worked. Oh Why do you get a point just for reading the email out? Because you don't. Uh, that's fair. Mm. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. All right, ladies and gentlemen. None of this thank is fair. You, for you sound like Neil Warnock. The Football Ramble <laughs> Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. I've got to get the line in. Now we can say what we want. I love going for gold, man. <laughs> I don't know why we just don't get out of the bloody thing. <laughs> we are. We're yeah. out of oh, I see. Yes. Uh, thank you very much. I've already said that. Cheers, Lukey and Goodbye. PT. Goodbye. Get well, Bye. Jim. Good luck, uh, Burnley. This was a Radio Stakano production. I got bronchitis. <laughs> Nobody got time for that. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.